you know who else is on a poll? Your mom, my mom. Let me guess. You're gonna say my mom is on a poll, on my dad's poll. You're gonna say my mom is on my dad's poll. I just wanted to hear you say that. Thank you, Dale, for that. <laughs> that just made my night. Appreciate oh, please, it. Please <laughs> don't clip that audio and send it to my parents, please. <laughs> yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Listener Write-In of Fantasy Football Podcasts. Yeah. Also known as the Yoda of Fantasy Football Podcasts. That too. Also yep, known yep. as the Jeff Garcia of Fantasy Football Podcasts. We're not Also doing this, known are we? as the Whiskey of Fantasy Football Podcasts. Okay, also known there. as the Star Wars Kids of Fantasy Football Podcasts. No way also you're going to do all 45. Also known as the dog shit uh, fantasy football podcast. Also known okay. as the Charmin Ultra fantasy football podcast. Because when yep. others fail you, you handle your stuff like a pro. Also uh, known as the glory hole of fantasy football podcasts. And uh, yeah, that's it, right? Also known as the Snuggie of fantasy football podcasts. <laughs> okay, one also more. Also known as the Rustoleum of fantasy football podcasts. Because okay. when your fantasy team looks rusty. We can make it shine like new again. I like that one. That one's from Carl Unger. Yeah, yeah, Carl. He 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 uh, he kicks it up a notch on, on our Facebook group, the Eat Nation face private Facebook group. By the way, if you guys aren't a part of that, it's been really fun. We are live on uh, that right now, actually, as we record. So that's just one of the perks you get when you're part of the Eat Nation private group. Um, we will take some questions from uh, the live audience uh, after the show, probably. But um, for now. We are going to do an episode today about uh, pretty much everything you need to know about running backs. Everything you need to know about running backs from last week, carrying on to this week and the rest of the season. we got some good ones coming up for you, some some good ones to talk about. We aren't going to talk about Todd Gurley. We're not going to talk about Le'Veon Bell here. That's not what this episode is about. Everybody knows to start those guys. We're going to talk about guys that we're not really sure about, right? Melvin Gordons and, uh, you know, those guys. <laughs> Is that a good example? <laughs> you know, the, the Patriots running backs all. <laughs> We're also known as the Crocs of fantasy football podcasts. We're oh, also known as the nine and one team of a fantasy. Oh, shit. You know what, Matt Hilario? I'm not even going to read yours. No one cares about your fantasy team being nine and one. Yes, nine and also one. known He's as the generic one, cereals of fantasy football. This one's really great. Generic cereals like crispy oats, fruit rounds, marshmallow stars, yeah. cinnamon crunch, and Kids yep. Crunch, a fantasy football podcast. Yep. Those yep. are all these cereals for the win. Christian, you know? um, really quick. I, I posted this on Twitter, I think. Um, clickbait. How how often do you think you click actual clickbait? Like, what are the, what are the uh, chan- what is the click-through rate for you? Uh, like, when you see... I would uh, like, normally what? click it and then get really frustrated. Like, it depends. Totally depends. Because if it says... Check out these 25 celebrities and how they look now. I might click on it, right? Because I'm interested. Yeah, if yeah, the, sure. Exactly. If the first picture yeah. is, some, you know, uh, the kid from Home Alone. I can't remember his name. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. 
Yeah, that, that kid. And then I'm like, okay, yeah. like he's looked so different throughout the ages. And like, okay, yeah, I'm curious how he looks now because like he looked like a junkie, you know, seven, eight years ago. What does he look like now? Whatever. Right. Sure. And sure. so that's interesting, right? But I want to get to that picture. And if it's 25 of them, what, what ends up happening is they'll divide it up into all 25. Yeah. Then I get frustrated. Then I'm out. Yeah, yeah, After yeah. like four or five, I'm done. Like I don't want to click every single individual. I get that they get paid per click and that's how that works. Right. But at least like break no. it down into like I'll click on five pages if you break it up and yeah. have five on each page. Right, right, right. But one you, per page. If you separate, I got sucked. I got sucked into the Saved by the Bell twenty five secrets you didn't know about Saved by the Bell, and uh, I was a huge fan. So I was like, mm, let's see. I knew most of the secrets, you know, that they dated behind the scenes and all that stuff. And, but I was like ten in. I was like, fuck it. I'm already ten secrets in. I got to know the other fifteen. And I literally spent the next fifteen minutes laying in bed uh, reading about. Uh, Kelly Kapowski's um, love interest during the film, uh, during filming and all that stuff. It was bad. Yep. And that's what makes us the dubbed over a Japanese game show of fantasy football. <laughs> um, I told you to say two to begin with. <laughs> I think you, yeah. you're way No, it was now. supposed to be one and I can't help it. Like we got so many write-ins that I felt the need to like just read yeah. them all yeah. instead of yeah. breaking them. Because some of these are time sensitive. Some of them are not. Um, sure. But yeah, it doesn't matter. Like I just wanted to read as many as possible. Yeah. I have a, I have a serious problem. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I want to give a shout out to everybody uh, following us really quick. We're not going to talk about this too much because I know, you know, this is a podcast and not everybody can listen and watch it live, but Carl Milton, uh, Lewis, I appreciate everybody, uh, following us on the Facebook chat and chatting it up. Uh, we appreciate it. Anyway, so we can move on. All right. So, like Dale mentioned, we're going to be talking about running backs today. Dale has scoured some very interesting running backs to talk about. Um, Guys like Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler and the Minnesota running back situation, what to do with the Patriots running backs, the Saints running backs. Some great numbers that we're going to go through. Yep. But before we read that, we're also the Randy Newman of Fantasy Football Podcast, the Boiled Pastrami, Pastrami of Fantasy Football Podcast, and the Piñatas of Fantasy Football Podcast. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's get right into the it, piñatas Christian. piñatas made me smile. I don't know why. It's just so simple, <laughs> but it's perfect. Like, we're, um, we're, we're always there at the party, but people are always beating on us. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, Chef Curtis is in the chat, by the way, as well. Um, so... Uh, thanks for listening, Chef Curtis. We look forward to his call on Friday, our Friday live show before we get into everything. We didn't pr- promote anything yet. Well, I promoted the Facebook page, but we're having our Friday free show on Friday, of course, around 8 p.m. or so. We'll put it all on social media and on our website when it's time. Uh, we'll know like by Thursday night exactly what time we're going on, maybe Friday morning. So you guys can, uh, you guys can do that. Uh, also, don't forget we're having our Antonio Brown giveaway. If you follow us on Twitter and retweet, follow, or get our attention, email us, whatever it takes, esfgiveaway at gmail.com. Um, there's there's a few people that are in the running. Uh, we've gotten some pretty good emails. Uh, I don't want to name any names yet, but we've got some good ones. Right. So uh, that Antonio Brown helmet, it's free. Right. You just got to try to somehow get our attention. But uh, and, let's uh, name a couple things that do catch our attention. For example. Sure. Uh, a guy, yeah, you're not going to name any names, but a guy tweeted us a picture of him wrapping his newborn child in an Eatsley fantasy shirt. Like, that's getting yeah, our attention. 
Right, you know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah. that's something yeah. that is very interesting. Yeah, you know, just just anything that gets our attention. And uh, yep. No, we job. have not had any. We have not had any sky writers uh, write our name in the sky yet. So, got a little disappointed to be honest. Right. Uh, I do accept bribes. You tweet me at Seabrito Fantasy. Just throwing yep. that out there. Yep. You know, my uh, my wife and I enjoy a good uh, a good date at the Cheesecake Factory. Chef nice. Curtis. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to his uh, his thing at his store he's, or his restaurant? Kind of, I'm I'm tempted. I'm gonna do, uh, Chef what? Curtis. If you're listening, you have first to. of all, we uh, we should leave this for later on in the episode. We should okay. actually start talking about fantasy right, football. Let's, let's do it. Okay, okay, okay. We got to touch on track. some food related stuff later. All right, all right. Yep. Okay. We're obsessed with food. <laughs> uh, let's just get right into it first. Um, the running backs. Let's talk about the. <laughs> Indianapolis Colts running backs. Is there a problem? Did I say something? You just said, you said let's just get right into it. <laughs> Eight minutes later. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. That's Frank Gore, Marlon Mack. <laughs> it's okay. really not a uh, – it's not really a problem here for Frank Gore. He's still leading the – the backfield and carries without a problem, almost doubling Marlon Max right. by the same amount of production last week. It's going to be Frank Gore for the rest of the season. It seems like it, right? I mean, Marlon Max time is running up, <laughs> you know, week three, four, we thought he was coming and, and uh, it is still about the same. Marlon Max getting about nope. 50% of the carries that Frank Gore is getting and the same Until production. Frank Gore retires. He's going to keep getting the same amount of work. He's going to keep plotting to, super duper mediocre fantasy production and he's not going to allow anybody else to be relevant that's right. it that's all you need to know that's frank gore that's his mo and when in his prime frank gore was great and right now in in the twilight years of his fantasy season fantasy career especially this season he's just the guy that you get six or seven fantasy points from that's it there's nothing yeah. else to him and he's there's uh, no such thing as Marlon Mack is going to be valuable this year. Marlon Mack is a a running back five, running back four or five. He no, he's a running yeah. back five for the rest of the season. Nothing more than that. Yeah, I agree. And Frank I Gore agree. is a running back three, yep. but he's not an upside running back three. He's not a guy that can ever be, you know, uh, like Latavius Murray is an RB three for me, sure. but he's an he's a high upside. Running back three because if if it if it comes to the point where they decide they're not going to give Jared McKinnon as much work anymore, Latavius Murray in that offense could be a guy that you plug in and could be great. Uh, same goes conversely, which we'll talk about McKinnon later. But Frank Gore is never going to be that. He's just right. never going to be that. It's just yeah. frustrating. Okay. I hate Frank Gore. I love you, Frank Gore, but I hate you. <laughs> Neither one of them had a rushing touchdown, by the way. Um, all right, going straight over to what everybody wants to talk about is a Frank Gord, Jesus Christ, Melvin Gordon, an Eckler situation here. Melvin Gordon right. had 16 carries to Eckler's 10. Uh, Gordon played about double the amount of snaps as Eckler did. It's worth noting that Philip right. Rivers threw 11 passes to that backfield uh, last game. Right. What are what are your initial reactions? And I'll I'll tell you mine when you're done. Uh, here's my reactions. Um, Melvin Gordon was 
very, very inefficient. Mm-hmm. But he had 16 carries this this week. Okay? You know what his season average is? What's that? His season average is 16 carries. Okay. So I wouldn't freak out about his about Austin Eckler getting work. His season average is just under four catches a game. He had five. Sure. It's it's not necessarily his fault against the Jacksonville defense that has been very stout this season. I know Eckler did what Eckler did, but don't look at Eckler. Just look at Melvin Gordon. 16 carries, five catches. You're super happy with 21 touches from your running back. Melvin Gordon has never been a super efficient guy. He's a no. touchdown guy. Yep. And so he's always been this under four yards of carry guy that you're just hoping is going to be effective because of the offense that is in is pretty good. And he's the feature guy. Eckler getting involved doesn't scare me. It's it's not something that I foresee being a problem for Melvin Gordon. Right. What say you, Dale? Am I yeah, being too strongly uh, opinionated don't... on that? No, no. Eckler turns into a solid uh, handcuff and probably one of the better handcuffs in the league right now. Uh, yeah. So if you're a Gordon owner, or maybe if not, if you have space on your bench and you want to roll the dice, Eckler could be great on your bench. He's not the Alvin Kamara of – he's not – everybody saw what Alvin Kamara has been doing. He's not going to be that. He's not going to be get the two touchdowns at 77 receiving yards every game. Um, it that, should, that was purely game, stri- game script. I don't think it's going to happen again. Gordon's continue going to continue getting getting his average of whatever sixteen to eighteen carries a game, under four yards a carry. That's just who he is. A couple rushing touchdowns if you're you know if, if you're lucky. If not, hopefully one to keep his uh, fantasy value up. Again, Eckler played l- less than half the snaps that Gordon did, so there's nothing to be worried about here. Yeah, if he becomes a little bit more involved now, now Eckler's become a little more involved the past three games. Denver thirty one percent of the snaps. New England, 30% of the snaps, Jacksonville, 33 But that's a trend that's been happening for three weeks. Like, he's just getting a little bit more work. He's the clear handcuff there. Um, I don't—maybe eh. you knock Melvin Gordon 10% of what he is. Maybe he's not a top three running back, but a top eight running back. But don't panic. He'll be fine. Sure. All right. Uh, let's get into the Vikings running back situation. This one I'm pretty intrigued. I am a heavy Latavius Murray owner. Uh, the difference between Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon is that Latavius Murray is a really good running back, and Latavius Murray is a really good uh, passing downs back, I think. A great athlete. But um, they played about the same amount of snaps here last week, Christian, and it seems like Latavius Murray just ran away with the job. 17 carries, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Jarek McKinnon had uh let's see 10 attempts for 32 yards so half of uh half his total production mckinnon's value usually comes in the in the receiving game he only had two receptions for 15 yards it's looking more and more like latavius murray i know you kind of mentioned him like a a rb3 type i'm looking more towards an rb2 slash flex um you you disagree saying i'm saying he's an rb2 I disagree because they're still splitting their work pretty evenly. Now, I think Latavius Murray is going to continue even more every single week. gaining. But here, here's the thing. I think now it's starting to flip towards Murray. You look at the past four, five games, though. All right? Five games. Murray's snap count has not passed 50% in any of those five games. 
Right. Murray's snap count has not passed 50% all season, but that's obviously because Dalvin Cook was there. Murray was hurt for a couple games. Only now did he get his closest to 50% and the highest he's at all season at 49%. The thing is, when Murray comes in, he's running the ball. If he's in the game, he's running the ball. You know it's going to be a design run for Latavius Murray when he's in the game. So it's good. Whenever you see him out there, he's getting the work. Now, I I foresee as the season continues, Murray's going to get 55, 58, maybe approach 60% of that snap count. I've always been on Murray. I bought in on Murray in our league of record. I have him. I'm hoping that as things emerge, he's going to be a guy that, that will, you know, be there. He's not been great in terms of yards per carry. Um, but I think the work is there. 18 carries, 19 carries, 17 carries the last three games. Super valuable on an offense. It, this is the most underrated offense in fantasy. Just because the quarterback is is Case Keenum <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean that yeah. this offense is bad. You've got two potentially really good running backs, and hopefully they'll clear up the the waters a little bit. I know, I know they're not great, but behind that offensive line, it's what makes them good. And you've got two super talented wide receivers. Their talent is what shows in Diggs and Thielen. That offense can be extremely explosive as what we saw this weekend with Thielen and Diggs both showing out. Um, and so that just makes the run game even easier. We saw Dalvin Cook before he went down lead the league in rushing yards. Um, so I think that Latavius Murray can be extremely valuable down the stretch. The schedule is not yeah. fantastic, but this week against the Rams, allowing the 30th most fantasy points allowed, Latavius Murray is a plug-and-play guy that you can just love right now. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I'm speaking we know, way too much. Too <laughs> we many know words that, coming out of my mouth. We know that Aaron Jones is out for the foreseeable future. They say three to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Tom Montgomery's banged up with these ribs. I think I talked about him with Armando. I wanted to get your take on uh, Jamal Williams. It look, look, I think we could both agree that Jamal Williams is not a very good running back, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, granted that he's going That's- to get all the volume. Maybe, you know, if the Packers are being nice, maybe 12 to 15 carries for Jamal Williams. That's he enough He got 20 for... carries. I don't agree. I don't think he's going to get all the work. Okay. But go ahead. He got 20 no, carries because gonna... he was all they had yeah. left. Right, right. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I'm saying, you know, 12 to 15 carries I think is reasonable going forward, which is still enough volume to handle a flex play running back. Um, I like Jamal Williams just because of the volume here. And, uh, I, I just don't know if they're going to get, if they're going to make enough plays to get close to the red zone enough to give him enough value. I think there's still a legitimate shot that Ty Montgomery plays. Um, I think if he doesn't, they will find a way to not give Jamal Williams 20 carries. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Jamal Williams... <laughs> I don't think any of these running backs are special. I don't think Ty Montgomery is special. Um, I don't think Aaron Jones is special, even though he looked pretty damn good in his few games here. Um, and I certainly don't think Jamal Williams is special. Whatsoever. Jamal Williams looks like he runs. Do you know those <clears throat> weights that um, 
like I don't know if maybe it was like an '80s thing, but that you the Velcro weights that you put on your ankles to run in. I don't mm-hmm. do athletes wear. I don't know. He looks like he's wearing those when he runs. Like he looks like he's wearing two hundred pound uh, ankle weights. It, he just he's uh, not Jamal Williams is is out there looking like he's running with Eddie, Eddie Lacy on his back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but nonetheless, he is getting he is getting the work, and that's worth something. So if you've got him on the waivers, or if you could trade for him, if you're really uh, thin at wide rec- uh, running back. He's he's an option for sure. Flex the rest of the season. We are the drunken uncle of fantasy football. We are the neighborhood barbecue of fantasy football. Wow, that sounds fantastic. Where everyone brings a little something to the table and everyone ends up having a good time. There you go. Everybody's having a good time. We are the accidentally slept with my second cousin at my uncle's third wedding of fantasy football podcast. <laughs> Okay, not sure I should have read that one out loud. All right, let's see if the next one's any better. We are the dildo of fantasy. Oh, God. Yeah, it's it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Mm, It's getting worse. Might not have all the nifty gadgets, but still the most reliable. And sometimes we're on the field in Buffalo. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of Buffalo, who is is a new quarterback over there? They benched Tyron Taylor. Right. Uh, Peterman. Peterman. Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman. I have a uh, I have a question, more of a request for our live show. Uh, if you have heard our live show before, you will know that um, Chef well, Curtis this is calls simple, in. He, I, okay. I know where I know where we're going with this with the Chef Curtis, but this is simple because we. I just thought of this now. If you had to think of a hot dog, who? What's the like immediate hot dog company that comes to mind? Uh, Hebrew National. <sighs> Ballpark, ballpark. Who who sells like hot dogs for you to eat that are already made? I don't know where you're going with this. Who, I have no clue. Who does about. the hot dog eating contest every year? Oh, Nathan's, Nathan's. Right, and what's the name of the quarterback that uh, just started? In oh Buffalo? wow! Okay, okay. I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah, his All name right. is Nathan. Nathan Peterman. Yes. So yes. What Dale wanted to explain here is we want to give Chef Curtis a new culinary assignment. But since we're always talking about hot dogs, we want it to be something hot dog related, right? Okay. But also, yep. it's buffalo. So something buffalo-y related. So could it be like eh? maybe a chili with buffalo sauce or I something? I don't know. I don't know. It's for Chef know. Curtis to figure out. Maybe we'll something to do with buffalo sauce. Something to do with buffalo sauce and something to do with um with hot dogs maybe. Hey, you know what? Have I wonder if anybody's ever like chopped up hot dogs really fine and fried them in a patty. That sounds horrible. Never mind. I'll leave this up to Chef Curtis. This sounds horrible. I don't know, man. It sounds all, right, uh, all uh, I know is that what he offered up the other time was fantastic. And how it sounded. I want him to make that one day for us. Maybe if we ever do a like a live show with uh, with listeners, like a yeah. present. Oh yeah, yeah Chef Curtis can be uh, can be our uh, caterer. I don't know, man. <laughs> you're asking. You're already asking. Uh... <laughs> we'll reimburse nicely. <laughs> okay. We'll double so we, whatever. We already, find, we already found a caterer. 
for an event that probably won't happen for like 10 years. So that's good. We got that. We got the food covered. So that's good. <laughs> 10 years. Oh my God. You think it's going to take 10 years to make this podcast successful? Cause I'm out. <laughs> it's going to take that long. Dude, it's slow growth. It's okay. We'll, we'll get there. Give us 10 no, years. No, man. I want fast growth. <laughs> All right. People, um, people want slow, sustained growth. I want sustained growth. That's fast. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Uh, speaking of fast, there's no reason we, we can't looking, double every day. Every day, we are looking double. We are looking at the New England Patriots backfield here: Dion Lewis, Rex Burkhead, James White. Uh, I'll just I'll cut to the chase really quick with the snap count. Uh, Rex Burkhead was on the field more than the other two. It started out with uh, Rex was out for 36 snaps, Dion Lewis out for 21, and then James White out in the field for 11 snaps. Uh, the only thing that really bothers me here is that Dion Lewis is uh, seeing his snap count go down, and Rex Burkhead is seeing his snap count go up. Um, is there is this a trend here? Are, are we looking at Rex Burkhead taking more and more of the work, or is this uh, is this where we're at right now? This is an interesting one because Dion Lewis, while limited in his work has been very productive with it. Um, and you could say that his snap count went down, but his touches didn't, haven't really gone down in the six, in the four weeks that he's been playing. His touches are about the same. The last three weeks, uh, 13 carries, 15 carries, 14 carries. And that offense, I'll take 14 carries every week. Um, and so sometimes I look at that and, and think, I get it. I get that Rex Burkhead's on the field more. I get that he got 10 carries. But that might just be a dynamic of of how that game went and not really needing Deion Lewis as much. Rex Burkhead, I mean, that was his season high in snap count. And I really, I'm still on Deion Lewis. I still think Deion Lewis is a flex guy. Um, So, you, yeah. Yeah, no, Deion Lewis. Give give me me Deion Lewis. I think he's a guy that can do a little bit of everything. And, uh, you know, Burkhead and and James White have a a different role. Right, right. So it's Deion Lewis 1, Rex 2, White 3? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, reverse racism. (laughs) Put the white guy last. Hey, really quick, on our Facebook, uh, we appreciate everybody commenting. It's a bad joke. Everybody commenting, uh, having fun, not really talking about the show. Most of the comments are about food, which is okay. <laughs> um, Stacy, I do want to mention, uh, I we talked on Facebook, and she uh, mentioned Sammy Watkins. I said Sammy Watkins is the third wide receiver on that team, really the fourth if you count Todd Gurley. Uh, not to start him. He wasn't a good start, and what do you know? He scored a touchdown. So, yeah, I mean, touchdowns are fluky. That's not, that's not your fault. Yeah, but by the way, she still she she told me she was starting Sammy Watkins anyways, and I said go for it. You know, trust your gut, whatever. You know, that's what I tell most people. But she was uh, she was right. She called Sammy Watkins. She did it, and I just want to give her props, Stacy, on our Facebook group. Good job, you beat me. And actually, we are going to call. I think next episode we can't now because we're on the live video stream. Next call, I'm going to call her grandson. And tell her grandson how awesome she is in fantasy football, and that he needs to listen to her and all that stuff. I'm a man of my word. I I uh, I pay off all my bets, Stacy. So just hold so hold a, tight, hold tight. Grandma, I'll, uh, huh? She is a grandma. Yeah, yeah. 
Hmm. They got a. I got an interesting uh, acronym for. Never mind. What? No, no, let's move on. She's somebody's grandmother, Christian. That's fine. Jeez. Let's move on. Let's move on, dude. Um. Okay. All right. Because we're Anyways. the gilfs of fantasy football podcasts. Again, if you guys are watching us on Facebook Live, we appreciate it. All right. Uh, last, not really, I guess the last tandem that I want to talk about is Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Are we buying into the hype of Alvin Kamara being a possible top? I'm gonna I'm gonna take it easy here and say top 15 in my yes. heart. I th- I think I'm gonna yes. have him ranked 12, 12 to 10 to 12 the rest of the season. Is that crazy? Nope. Yeah. Uh, last I'm gonna give week- you my rest of season rankings right now, and I'll tell you where he's at. Okay. Give me one second. I'm All gonna right. pull these just, up. Just looking at the snap counts, though. Uh, Kamara isn't on the field as much as Ingram. Ingram is still the top dog, you know, runner. He's going to get his 20 carries, 18 to 20 carries a game. And I don't think he's ever going to score three touchdowns again this season in one game. But it's definitely possible. 131 yards is not that crazy, especially against the Bills. Kamara did great as well, and he had five catches for over 30 yards. So Kamara has proven to be a beast in PPR formats. I'm going to have Kamara ranked top 12 to 15 in, in my leagues. Higher for me. Okay, how high? Nine. Nope, eight. Uh, really? Let me see. Alvin Kamara is eight in my rest of season rankings. Behind okay, Gurley, your, Ingram, your... McCoy, Bell, Hunt, Fournette, Gordon, Alvin Kamara. Over Ingram? No, Ingram is two. In my rest oh, okay, of season sorry. rankings. Sorry, I didn't hear you say that. All right. Cool. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. No, I, I like Kamara a lot, especially in PPR formats. He just adds that. Now, this fluctuates a lot. So I, I would say my Alvin Kamara is a top 12 ish running back rest of season, and Mark Ingram is a top five to six running back rest of season. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, let's talk. I, I, I said that was our last tandem, but I do have one more. Uh, Robert Kelly is nope. out for the trio. season. This is a trio now we need to talk about. I guess. Well, eh, trio now duo. It's like uh, the boy trio band now came back. Just, it's like the, the boy band that uh, that lost their lead singer, and now they're out to try to make their own. And uh, it's not yeah. going to happen. Sam Samaje P. P. Ryan, Chris Thompson had the same amount of carries, almost the same amount of yards. Uh, Chris Thompson, of course, had more receptions, three for 41. Right. I mean, Ryan Chris Thompson was already very productive and pretty good so far this season. So, yes. I mean, Chris, Chris Thompson's looking pretty good the rest of the season. Chris Thompson is looking very good. Samaje Pre-Ryan, of course, he played 20 snaps last week uh, compared to Chris Thompson's 45. So about half of what Chris Thompson was on the field for, you saw P. Ryan, he of course P. Ryan is going to take up some of those snaps that Kelly had, but even if so, Chris Thompson is going to be on the field a lot more. He was already dominating the snap count as it was. I like Chris Thompson as RB two the rest of the season. Uh, at, definitely for next week, he is a start for me next week. Uh, a solid, solid RB two if you have him on your team. Uh, and, solid RB two in a standard yeah. league and in a PPR, a high end RB two. I 100% agree. Um, so if you, I think 
Chris Thompson is a guy maybe we could talk about uh, maybe this time, maybe maybe next episode about Chris Thompson and that you definitely need to um, try to trade for him. Somebody he hasn't produced a lot. I mean, last week he had just over sixty total yards, but you know, you guys know how explosive he is, and um, right. so I, I like Chris Thompson a lot. Let's do the other side of this because people want to know what to do with Samaj P. Ryan. Okay. What are you thinking about him? Is he worth anything now that he's kind of the guy? Yeah, I, I think he's worth, uh, you know, getting, I don't know, 40 yards and a possible touchdown, 50, 60 yards and a possible touchdown. He's averaging just over three yards a carry this season. No touchdowns. Well, he has a receiving touchdown back in week six against San Francisco. Right. Don't know if I want to count that one. No rushing touchdowns. Um, I mean, eh. It's not like the work hasn't been there. He's gotten an average of 11 carries a game. 35 yards is his average on the season per game. Yeah. I I really don't see him being worth much. Right. Okay. Yeah, I I like Chris Thompson way more than Sam Samadjay. It's so hard to say his name. It could be wrong. Like It just could be a thing where maybe now he finally gets a crack at it. He wasn't fully healthy before. I'm just not buying in. I I can be a hundred percent wrong on this, but I'm just I'm not I'm not excited about the guy. And right. as, as Alexa goes off in the background, which is really weird. I I hey, uh do you have Alexa in your room? I do. You wanna listen to us on the tune in app? No no no. Just uh tell her to give you uh oh, tell her to open up Eat Sleep Fan I hope you have Eat Sleep Fantasy uh skill downloaded on the Alexa, don't you? On the downstairs Alexa. Do. Oh man, come on, Alexa! Jeez. Tell me a fact from Eat Sleep Fantasy. Here's your fact: Jarvis Landry has outperformed his ADP every year. Oh, look at that! Dang! See right. that, folks? That's what you get with Eat Sleep Fantasy. If you can email me another fantasy football podcast that you listen to that has an Alexa app or an Alexa skill, I think they call it. Email me. I dare you. I dare you. Because we are the only cool ones out there that have an Alexa skill. So, Travis and Langer's we spent way too much going to perform as ADP this year. We sp- <laughs> we spent way too much money um, on a stupid thing that nobody even knows about that we never promote. So um, that's what you get from us. Yep. Uh, mo- moving forward, uh, Doug Martin had a very lackluster performance. Whatever you want to call it, I know I never use that word. I don't know where lackluster came from in my uh, Damn, brain. Jarvis Landry has sixty-one catches already. I feel like uh, we're feel talking like about that's really Martin, shocking. Man. I know, but that has got to be the most shocking stat of the year. Jarvis Landry has sixty-one catches. Not bad. And his career high in touchdowns at five. High on pot news. I'm really shocked right now. Jarvis Landry's not having that bad of a season. Okay. All right, I'm done. Okay. Uh, Doug Martin. What are what are owners going to do about Doug Martin? Like I said. You're going to bench him because he's basically Frank Gore. Yeah. 20 but. carries for nothing. 
Is that helpful? No, it's not helpful. That's what okay. are you doing with Doug Martin? Since you don't want to answer, you don't want to give me any sort of nod about what I'm talking about. <laughs> you didn't give me anything. I told you, you he's he's an RB he's an RB two flex guy. He's not what I thought he would. I thought he would be a borderline one, and he's getting all the work. He got twenty motherfucking carries, okay, for fifty one right. yards, and he's definitely yeah. he's not a, he's not going to catch the ball. He's right. averaging less than a catch per game. He's not catching right. the ball, but he's getting he's getting since he came back, he's getting sixteen carries a game. That's plenty of work. But he's right. averaging fifty one yards a game. That's not doing it. You have to rely on the touchdown, and you only had touchdowns the first two weeks. Right. Okay. So I think this offense needs to figure their shit out. Mm-hmm. And look, I and I am I'm gonna just say it's a hundred percent gut this feeling. Offense okay? needs to eat the W. They're gonna eat a W. Yeah. 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 A, a pure, I don't know, gut feeling, gut call here. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick figures it out with his offense with uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans' value will soar the last few weeks here, and uh, I think people are going to be really surprised on how well Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, God, I got to quit saying that because I keep getting fumbled up on my words. Can you just say Ryan Fitz, Patrick. Yeah, Fitz. Just say Fitz. Fitz. Okay, just Fitz. Fitz. But then, but then we could be talking about Larry Fitzgerald, and people get confused. Our um, Fitz. Okay. Arfitz? Arfitz. Okay. So Arfitz. Yeah. Arfitz. He, I think he's going to turn this team around. You think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going Arfitz. to turn this team around? You think Art? I look. Yeah. I just told you I to am, use Arfitz. You yeah, think no. <laughs> Arfitz is going to turn this team around? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I I kind of do. I kind of do. I don't know. Just gut feeling here. Look, we're we're EC Fantasy, home of uh, good rankings and gut feelings. I just have yeah. a gut feeling. Yeah. That's all. I guess with the EC Fantasy, you're rocking with the best. That's right. <laughs> NFL Fantasy um, Football I, Podcast. You yeah. know what? We're the baked what? bacon of fantasy football. Oh, I did baked bacon we're, the other day. Delicious. Delicious. Yeah, I'll give you some delicious. Anyways, um, we are the Fuck You Dale of Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you for that one, Eduardo. Yeah. We're the redheaded stepchild. Wait a second. Hold on a minute. We are not the redheaded stepchild of Fantasy Football Podcast. No, we kind of are. We are not the best podcast that no one's paying attention to Fantasy Football Podcast. Yeah, we kind of are. There's plenty of people paying attention to us. We can't play this we're small time guy (laughs) card anymore. Uh, but I think people, yeah, I, the redhead stepchild, um, cause people, I don't think the, the fantasy football industry likes us very much. The fantasy I think football we dick industry around. hates us. I think we dick around too much for them. And I've been told that we get laughed at. <laughs> you know who dicks around too much? Your dad inside of your mom. Oh, Christian. Are you just doing this for the Facebook live audience just so you can get a, uh, get a rise out of them? Yeah. You know who else got a rise? Uh, I, dad. I led you right into that one. All right. Uh, let's take a couple questions really quick on Facebook live, Christian. Um, I think it, I think it'll be fun to kind of end the episode this way. We'll keep, we'll, okay. uh, we'll give you, uh, I, before we do that, before we do okay. that, Dale, opinion, sure. JGI, rest of the season, go. JGI, look, and actually, I meant to put this in the show notes as well. Corey Clement is not going to be is not going to be the number one running back there. 
JHI will take over. I think you uh, did you mention this on the podcast or did you talk to me no, we, in I, private I, I about was talking this? To you, yeah, this is off air. Yeah, yeah. Off air. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I think uh, I think JHI moves into a solid RB two moving forward. I do not have a problem with starting JHI on any of my teams for the rest of the season. All right. I think this offense is good enough. Now they're coming off of a bye. The schedules are pretty nice. I and especially the end of season playoff schedule for JHI is phenomenal. He's a guy that I'm buying into rest of season. I uh I honestly believe JHI can be this this last part of the season what I thought he could have been if uh if Miami's offensive line was good and Philadelphia's offensive line is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's not only the not only the offensive line, but the offense is is doing very well and is will give him opportunity inside the ten or the five yard line to score. And that's what the Dolphins weren't giving JGI ever. Uh, they were playing outside the thirties or inside the however you want to say it. Uh, we're, they were not giving a Jai a chance. So yeah, uh, just based off that. I, like I said, solid RB2 rest of the season. I really like JHI as well. Man, I just saw my Where fat ha- face on Facebook Live. I need to shave. No, it's just stretched. You're not that fat. The camera adds 10 pounds. So imagine yeah, you look exactly how you'd look. But just... <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Hunt, hunt, camera hunt camera rest, adds a couple hunt hundred the... pounds. <laughs> <laughs> hunt the rest of the season. Uh, he he should the way he played in the beginning of the season he should have been a top five running back no question he's bordering that running back ten through fourteen for me now I disagree um, what I disagree I just think okay where do you, where do you see him at uh, I think he's a top five running back rest of the season okay. Top five. Okay. Tell me why. I'd rather... Okay. What do you mean, why? I said, tell me why. Because he's... Because I... I mean, granted, I'll, I'll tell you that he hasn't had played a couple like a top of five bad, running back. He's had a couple of bad weeks, but I mean, the snap percentage is, is 70-something percent almost every week. You're getting sure. 17 carries a week. You're getting five catches on top of that. Four catches on top of that. Sorry, I exaggerated a little bit. Um, and I mean... He's got explosiveness like almost anybody else. He's he's got explosiveness on par with anyone in the league, and that offense is great. So Look, the, the offense is great, and that's the problem. I think in the beginning of the season is that hey, Alex Smith, let's run the ball, let's be safe. And then all of a sudden, Alex Smith started throwing some deep passes, started really showing, being really versatile with his passing game. They said, wait a minute, Alex Smith can actually play quarterback here. Let's uh let's throw the ball more to Kelsey to Hill to to okay. these you know to the other guys. Have you seen and, his schedule the now, next five weeks? Have you seen his schedule the next five weeks? Because keep in mind he just played Houston, Pittsburgh, Denver, and Dallas. Those are all really yes. good defenses. I agree. Against the run, the only soft defense in there, which probably should have been a better to- game, but he still totaled 117 yards, was Oakland. So he did his job against Oakland. He just didn't score a touchdown. Uh, okay. I don't. He's playing New York, Buffalo, New York, uh, uh, the Jets, then Oakland, and then L.A. and then Miami. Like, unless you play in Week 17, you've got all plush matchups the next six weeks. Kareem Hunt's a top okay. five running back the rest of the season. I sure hope so. 
Okay. I, I sure hope so. I sure hope I so too, because I really do think. Actually, I don't. I don't really care because I don't. Oh, well, I do own Hunt in a league. So, uh, yeah. not only that, his last six games are going to look a whole lot like his first five games of this season. Okay. I'll be surprised if he has a game, one game under double digit fantasy points in the next six games. Yeah. No, I I think. 10, 12 points is is definitely fair. That's enough for RB12. Okay. And I say he'll have at least two games of at least 20 fantasy points. Woo! Now you're getting... Uh, now you're getting... Uh, that's two... Okay, that's that's easy. The next how many games? <laughs> Out the of next, how many? In the next six. There's six games left in the season. Right, we don't sure. We don't count week 17. Okay. All right. Gets hurt tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Please don't. I'm really my fantasy season is really riding on Kareem Hunt in our league of record. <laughs> you know who else is really riding? Your mom on your dad. Jeez, got to give Christian. it up to your dad. I don't. I think now the listeners hate hate that that you make fun of my parents all the time. Can I put this on a poll? Oh, this is a <laughs> Facebook thing. We're doing Facebook today. Never mind. Yeah, you can put a poll on Facebook tomorrow. Too, yeah. y- you know who else is on a poll? Your mom, my mom. Let me guess. You're gonna say my mom's on a poll, on my dad's poll. You're gonna say my mom is on my dad's poll. I just wanted to hear you say that. Thank you, Dale, for that. <laughs> that just made my night. Appreciate oh, please, it. Please <laughs> don't clip that audio and send it to my parents, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna clip that audio and just post it on Facebook publicly. <laughs> Not even in our private Eat Nation group. Just publicly post it. Uh. All right. All right. Um, I hope we touched on a lot of the running backs that you hey, guys you know wanted. who else is getting touched on a lot. Jeez. Oh, um, I think we talked a lot about the guys that you want to talk about. We're going to try to do a wide receiver episode tomorrow as well. Probably not on Facebook Live because I won't be around to do it for Christian and Armando. Um, but again, everybody, thank you for uh, – thank you. See, Angela on Facebook is saying, be nice to Dale. I, I have I have one person in my corner at least, so not – What about Dave? Huh? What about Dave DeMont? No, that's my cousin. Your dad's name? No. Okay. No, that's not. I still don't know your dad's name. I know, and you'll never know. All right. So uh, I guess we're going to wrap up the show because it's kind of coming to an end, right? Right? It's kind of weird because I'm really coming to an end. I'm I'm looking at the video feed. I'm looking at the chat feed. It's like it's a lot to handle right now. I have like sensory overload. You know what else is a lot to handle? For Christian Brito, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Fantasy.